Okay, let's continue the conversation here about what to avoid in the market. Joining us, Matt Dimitrizen is a CIO at Telemus Capital. Matt, welcome back to the show. So how do, we, um, how do we avoid these landmines like uh, Carvana and Redfin? You know, I think you mentioned it earlier. This is an environment where you want to be up in quality. You've actually looked the year to date. Quality stocks have kind of fallen in line with the S&P 500. And I think as we, to use your, your phrase, separate the wheat from the chaff here, uh, I think it's an opportunity to uh, kind of focus on higher quality companies that have more stable balance sheets. Carvana took on a lot of debt to make an acquisition at probably an improper time, and that's hurting the stock. So is, is that just it? Is it debt? Um, is it uh, profitability? I guess the ratio of the two? Yeah, both. I mean, I think you want to have uh, strong earnings, low earnings variability. So, so, so companies that can kind of, you know, aren't as economically sensitive. You want to have companies that have higher margins, higher returns on equity that kind of show some persistence, even in an environment that is a little bit more challenging. Are there sectors that have uh, uh, a larger portion of those companies in them? Uh, or do we really have to either find an active manager or pick the stocks ourselves? What about sectors? What about themes? Uh, is, are those days done? I think so, right? So the typical sectors you'd go to in that environment would be consumer staples or utilities. Those sectors have done quite well year to date, and the valuations just aren't as compelling. Um, but if you look in parts of the real estate market, you look in parts of financials, you look in parts of industrials and technology, there clearly are some of those companies that offer those trades. Um, so I think it, to your point, it's now the, the sector themes have kind of played out. Now it's that stock pickers market, that, that environment to focus on those trades and then buying them at attractive valuations. Okay. So uh, the big question, it seems, for uh, a lot of investors that uh, are still parked in indexes and index funds is whether or not the big tech companies meet these descriptions. And it seems like uh, there is maybe um, uh, not a lot of um, obvious winners in that category either. Uh, Apple here is showing that it's very sensitive to China. We've got Meta and Alphabet that are just like blowing up on themselves, uh, the giants of advertising. Sure. Is there anything safe in that category? You know, I, I think your your point's a good one, right? Some of the big tech companies, we are starting to see there's a little bit more sensitivity to ad spending than maybe a fully appreciated or at least was there in past cycles. I mean, those are more stable businesses. At the end of the day, you still need to, even if the economy is softer, you still want to advertise, you still want to go out on search and have your, your name shown out there. So I think some of those companies can be out there, but, I th but you can look beyond that. I think it's an environment to... I think some of those larger tech names are going to be less differentiated going forward than maybe they have in the last few years. And so there's other large tech names like an Adobe, for example, that it's it's clearly as an acquisition, has some things going on with it, but it's trading at 20 times earnings, a valuation it hasn't been at for a long time. Um, this is probably the lowest valuation it's been trading at close to 10 years. And so names like that can really stand out and are still bigger technology names, but aren't the big five names that come to mind. Mm. Now, uh, thinking about uh, uh, big versus small, you prefer international companies, small caps. Uh, so far, we're in the last uh, uh, couple months, we're getting those small caps finally working. And yeah. is that part of this? Because when I think about small caps, I thought there's a lot of indebted companies in there. I thought there were uh, more kind of experimental business models. How come in a time of quality preference, do the small caps rise to the top? There's still, it's a fair point, but there's still quality within small cap stocks. And so in fact, if you kind of look at the major small cap indexes, the Russell 2000 and the, and the S&P 600, the S&P 600 actually leans a little bit more quality and you have uh, profitable companies, uh, positive earners in that mix. Small cap companies are trading at some of the lowest valuations relative to large caps since the tech bubble. 
So part of it's a valuation play of just what are you paying up for and you're not having to pay up for a lot of growth. The other piece is small cap companies tend to be more domestically oriented. So you commented on the dollar earlier, they're gonna be less challenged by the dollar in their environment as well. And so that to us is appealing for small caps as well. Small caps also lastly, they tend to lean a little bit more value in the composition. They have more metal bending, industrial, basic material companies. They have more financials in it. In an environment like we've seen really since May when small caps have started to outpace large cap, those are the sectors that have really started to stand out. So those more kind of cyclical almost uh, themes that are embedded within small caps, uh, does investing in that universe then reflect an optimism in the economy? Do you think uh, we will sidestep a deep recession? I, th I'm, I'm, I think and I'm hopeful we sidestep a deep recession. That doesn't mean we won't hit a recession. So to your point, could small caps hit, hit periods and pockets here where they may be challenged re relative to large caps? Yes, but I think when you look at small caps trading at low double digit multiples versus large caps that are still trading in the high teens, around 17 times on the S&P 500, uh, I'd rather take small cap stocks at 12 times earnings that over the long term are going to be allowed to grow that. You know, there will be a path along the way where it won't be completely linear and there will be a little bit more economic sensitivity there, but taking advantage of the valuations now and continuing to add uh, when you see some weakness in small cap stocks is what, the approach we've elected to take. Great chat, uh, Matt, covered a lot of ground there. Very helpful for us, um, good process for decision-making. Thanks a lot for the info. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. Matt Dimitrison is the C CIO at Telemus Capital.